Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Sister Billy has been giving us some marvelous things, and we're wrapping it up today, so don't miss it. Billy, we're excited about this. Yes, we are. Bless the Lord. And we're studying the book of Ezekiel. Uh, the prophet who gives us so much insight into oh, these days in which we live. Jesus. Now, one thing about the book of Ezekiel that many people don't know is it's very tied into the glory. Mm. Um, Ezekiel is the witness of the glory leaving the temple and of it coming back, its return. Ooh, so hallelujah. we know that man was crowned with the glory. He mm -hmm. fell from the glory. Mm -hmm. The glory of God is the presence of God manifest. Uh, Adam and Eve couldn't stand the glory of God. They hid themselves from the presence. They've been walking with Him every after day. But after they sin, they can't walk, they can't do it. So um, God then is separated from man. He doesn't have any close contact with man for many, many years. And then there is a re-entry of the glory into the earth. New Testament tells us what advantage is there to being a Jew. And God says that through them, He revealed the glory. And so re-entry started with Moses seeing that burning bush. Mm. And then uh, God calls them out to a mountain, Mount Sinai. And he gives them, oh, don't get too close because if you get too close, the glory could destroy you. So they have to stand back a certain uh, um, a place. And then Moses, who's the only one that could possibly do it, he he can go up into the presence of God because he's wow. been prepared for it. And he goes up into the mountain. And now God hasn't been close with his people for centuries. His presence, his glory hasn't been there. And in chapter 25, it says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Now, all, now he's had a, a closeness with some people, but not like this. And the first time he meets with them, he says, get me an offering. So what, what is he going to do with the offering? This is from Exodus 24, 8. Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, that I may sit among them. I want to get close to them. Then verse 22, there I will meet with them and I will commune with them from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are upon the Ark of the Covenant, Ark of the Testimony. And I will give commandment unto the children of Israel. He says, Moses, I want to get close to them again. Mm. Well, you're going to have to go about this thing very carefully. Well, you're going to have to obey what rules I tell you how to do it. Take up an offering that they give willingly with their heart. Build me a tabernacle. And there, uh, there's going to be an Ark of the Testimony of the Covenant. And over it are going to be two cherubs. And so cherubim is plural. Their, um, their wings are going to meet likeness of it. And then below it, that's the mercy seat. And there I'm going to meet with you. So Moses did it. And in Exodus chapter 40, verse 33, God gives him intricate. You've got to obey this. You've got to do it just this way. I, I, and Moses saw the pattern in heaven. And so he builds it just the way God told him to build it, the tabernacle. Exodus 40, 33 says, So 
Moses finished the work. Hallelujah. In verse 34, then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. God moved in. They're building him a place to sit. So here we're going to have what's called the Shekinah, the Shekinah. It's the manifest presence of God. And he comes over that holy, over that uh, um, Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat. And there he can be seen like a pillar of cloud or like a fire. When the work was finished. When the work was finished, the glory moved in. The glory moved in. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle and Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon mm. and the glory of the Lord filled, filled Ooh, the tabernacle. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now they move on. They move on into the promised land. And there the Lord has told them there's a certain place where I want to put my name. Hamakom. David finds that place and Solomon builds there a dwelling place for the Shekinah, for the glory. He's going to do it according to the pattern. This time David was chosen, uh, saw the pattern. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1, Thus all the work that Solomon made for the house of Jehovah was finished. It was the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. We're exactly in that time right now. Mm. It was a, We are in Sukkot. Or actually we will begin to be in it on Monday. On these dates you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Monday, next Monday. And it's during this time, this seven-week Feast of the Tabernacles, that, Mo, that Solomon finished. And he gathers up all of Israel, all of them, millions of them. And they're on that temple mount. They're going to dedicate mm -hmm. the temple. Second Chronicles 5.11. And it came to be passed, came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place for all of the priests were present, that were present were sanctified. They did not then wait by course. They had courses. There's over 4,000 of them. They normally serve a while and then go home to their families. But yeah. now they're all there, 4,500 or so. Also the Levites, the singers, all of them, Asaph, Heman, Yeduthun, with their sons and their brethren, arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar and with them an 120 priests sounding with trumpets. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, that's hallelujah, hallelujah, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. When they reached this pitch of unity with the instruments and the sound, hallelujah, kitov, then the house was filled with a cloud, mm. even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand the minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord Praise God. had filled, filled. Oh, the house good? of God. Oh, and there over that Jesus. temple... On that Temple Mount, Mount Moriah, Dome of the Rock is there now. Shouldn't be. Will someday leave. But there on that mount was the temple, Solomon's temple. Oh, covered in gold. One of the wonders of the world shone. Bless the Lord. 
and Moses built, Moses built a tabernacle and the glory came in. Solomon built a temple and the glory came in. The presence of God rested in these abodes. The Shekinah, the Shekinah. The book of Ezekiel is about many things. Prophecies coming to pass all around us, a war that's coming. But it is as much about the glory of the Lord as it is about anything else. The chariot of God comes from heaven to earth. And we talked about that yesterday with the living creatures. The chariot of God comes from heaven to earth to accompany the glory as it departs from the temple. The glory of the Lord has been there, but Israel has sinned. They had entered into gross sin, terrible sin. Gloria, if I told you some of the sins, and they're written there in the Word of God, they so disrespected God. Mm-hmm. Gloria, there was a time that the elders of Israel went into that house, that house of God, turned their backs on God, looked toward the sun, and passed wind toward God. Mm. It was terrible. And because they entered into this this gross sin, then God is going to take the glory out. And He sends Mm. the Merkavah. He sends the chariot of God to escort it out. If the glory had not been escorted out of the temple, Nebuchadnezzar could never have taken it. He could never have burned it. But when the glory departs, it's just a building without Him, without the glory. But when the glory departs, the building is just an empty shell and then Israel is left uh, vulnerable. And and the the glory had not departed, they 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 couldn't have burned it down. They They would not have been conquered. It was eventually burned Mm -hmm. and destroyed, the first temple. It could not have happened. So we see back in um, Ezekiel, We're going to turn to Ezekiel, the first chapter, and we're not going to read again, but you be sure to do it. And you read about how this um, chariot was formed with these four living creatures and how their faces and how their wings formed like of a box. And then in the midst of it was one upon a throne and there was a wheel within a wheel was outside of the of the chariot. And this this chariot went every way the spirit wanted it to go. And it is here for the express purpose of escorting the glory out from the temple. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. I never knew this until I read that, um, uh, the book of Ezekiel that Art Scrolls does. I didn't really realize this. Normally just reading through, I think a Christian uh, without some enlightenment about the glory uh, would catch it. But look at Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 12. The glory departs. And I'm quoting uh, Art Scrolls in 10 agonizing stages. The Talmud describes it um, exactly. The Shekhinah slowly withdrew from the holy city and the holy temple, leaving them naked to the onslaught of Nebuchadnezzar and his Babylonian hordes. So reading, no defense. No defense. So reading here in... Um, Uh, chapter 3 and verse 12 of Ezekiel. Then the Spirit took me up 
And this is going to be in King James. And I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing saying, Blessed be the glory of Jehovah from his place. Mm. That actually means exiting his place. You could read it like that. <sighs> then the spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of great rushing saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord as he departs from his place. The glory is departing. God's word translation uh, translates it like, like this. Then the spirit lifted me and behind me, I heard a loud thundering voice say, blessed is Jehovah's glory, which left this place. It's leaving. Hmm. Now let's go over to chapter 10. And we see here in the Bible, some of the steps of its departure. Very interesting. Chapter 10, verse 1, Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 1. Uh, I didn't put this in there, Gloria. We'll have to go to our chapter here in the book. Then I looked, and behold, in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubim, there appeared over them, as it were, a sapphire stone, as the appearance of the likeness of a throne. And he spake unto the man clothed with women linen, and said, Go in between the wheels. Remember, here's the chariot, then yeah. the wheels are around it. Go in between the wheels, under the cherub and fill thine hand with coals of fire from between the cherubim and scatter them over the city. And the city is Jerusalem. And he went in my sight. Now the cherubim stood on the right side of the house when the man went in and the cloud filled the inner court. You know, then the glory of the Lord mm. went up from the cherub. Remember, it's there between the cherubim. Mm -hmm. It went up and it stood over the threshold of the house. And the house was filled with a cloud, and the court was full of the brightness of the Lord's glory. It's leaving the Holy of Holies now, and it's moving out into the court. Verse 18. Then the glory of the Lord departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubim. Mm -hmm. End of verse 19. And the glory of the God of Israel was over them from above, the cherubim. Now let's go to verse chapter 11 and verse 22 and 23. Then did the cherubim lift up their wings and the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was over them above, and the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city, it's come up now. It's come up from the Holy of Holies. It's gone out into the courtyard and it's, it's visible there in the city, but it, it's, it's going to leave the city and it's going to go over the mountain, which is on the east side of the city. The mountain, which is on the east side of the city, is the Mount of Olives. So it goes over to the Mount of Olives and then from the Mount of Olives, it's going to go up into heaven. And there it's going to be. In the second temple, the Shekinah was never there. It left in the first temple time, and it was never mm. there. In the second temple, it was not there. So the Shekinah, we see, this is sad. Yes. Very, very sad. The presence of God has left the temple. Only then could it be captured. Only then could it be destroyed. Yeah. And it goes out to the Mount of Olives. 
Now, think about this. Where did Jesus go up? Mount. From the Mount of Olives. Where is he coming back? To the Mount of Olives. Mm -hmm. Now look what's going to happen. Ezekiel was the witness of the glory leaving. He's going to be the witness of all things that transpire in the meantime. Captivity, uh, nations, end times, wars. But then he's going to be the witness. God shows him in a vision of the glory coming back. And so let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 43. From Ezekiel chapter 40 on, it describes the millennial temple. Ezekiel 43. And Ezekiel 43, God describes during the millennium, folks, yes, the whole earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord and the glory of the Lord. But in the millennium, that same Shekhinah, that same manifestation that stood over the uh, temple of Solomon is going to come back. And it's going to be in the millennial temple. Ezekiel 43, and we're going to read verse 4. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate whose prospect is toward the east. So the Spirit took me up and brought me into the inner court. And behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house. Ooh, and the last chapter of the book of Ezekiel, after he describes the millennium and how the land's going to be divided among the tribes of Israel, then he's talking about the, uh, Jerusalem. And he said, it was a roundabout. We're talking about uh, Jerusalem of the millennium. 18,000 measures. And the name of the city from that day shall be Jehovah Shammah. In the millennium, the name of the city shall be Jehovah Shammah. Oh, hallelujah. Jehovah is there. Bless the Lord. We also see in Zechariah, he's another prophet that tells about that time. Zechariah chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls for the multitude of men and cattle that shall come there. For I, saith Jehovah, will be unto her a wall of fire mm. about her, and I will be the glory Praise in the midst God. of her. We're talking about the millennium. We're talking about the glory coming back. A wall of glory around Hallelujah. about and in the midst. Isaiah chapter 4, verses 2 through 4. In that day shall the branch of Jehovah be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and comely for them that are escaped of Israel. And it shall come to pass that he that is left in Zion, he that remains in Jerusalem shall be called holy. We're talking about Jews upon the earth um, during, the, during the tribulation. And then they make it through and they recognize the one whom they've pierced. Every one of them that is written among the living in Jerusalem. When the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion. There is a day coming. We're talking about the nation of Israel. There's a day coming when all of its filth, all of its sins will be forgiven. Mm. And when that day comes and they shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning, then Jehovah will create upon every dwelling place on Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night for upon all the glory shall be a defense. Mm. Now, Praise the God. Amplified Bible says, and it ends for, um, and the Lord will create over the whole site, over every dwelling place on Mount Zion, 
a cloud uh, over her assemblies, a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming far by night. For over all the glory shall be a chuppah, Praise a canopy. God. So over Jerusalem, it shall be seen. Remember all the nations that make it through and are living upon the earth during that time? They still go by sight. And they're ordered to come up to Jerusalem once a year for the Feast of Tabernacles. And when they get close, they're going to see this canopy of the glory. glory to God. They're going to see. And God's word translate. The Lord will wash away the filth of Zion's people. He will clean blood stains from Jerusalem with a spirit of judgment and a spirit of burning. Jehovah will create a cloud of smoke during the day and a glowing flame of fire during the night over the whole area of Mount Zion and over the assembly. His glory will cover everything. Praise God. And you know, we showed that on, that's going to be seen on the cover of the syllabus. His glory of that temple. So here's what the book of Ezekiel does. It tells us about the chariots that came to escort the glory out of the temple. Mm-hmm. All what happened in the meantime, but it's not over. The glory's coming back, even to the temple in Jerusalem. Praise and he's the witness of it. Oh, isn't that amazing? Glory to God. Father, thank you. Thank you for giving us a glimpse. Yes, Lord. Something great and marvelous that's going to happen in the future. We worship you, Lord. There's no God like you. We thank you for all of the blessings and protection and all the good that you've done for us in all of our lives. We thank you that we've been delivered and we thank you that there's a glorious triumph in the end. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God wins. And God we wins. win because we're Hallelujah. With him. Hallelujah. Earth is headed for the glory. Yes, amen. Billy and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org/notes.